So welcome back, everyone. This is part two of my podcast with Mr. Louis Ray. Um, as from the last one, if you've listened to it, it's talking about uni experience. Uh, we did talk a little bit more in depth than what we expected to, so we made this part two episode. If you've not listened to part one already, I would urge you to go back and listen to part one first, and then you can learn a bit, a little bit, bit more about our university experience to, together, a little bit about our, my guest, Louis, and you can learn what the topics we've already gone over. We're going to kind of carry on from where we went off last time. So we ended our conversation, well, we was halfway through our conversation with sports and societies whilst at university. So this is where we're going to kind of pick up from now. What I'm going to try and do is pull it a bit more away from rugby, though, and talk about societies and sports in general. What I wanted to ask you, Louis, hi, by the way, if you're still back. I love how you you introduced me as Mr. Louis Ray. Mr. Louis. Let's <laughs> like, be sound like I'm a celebrity or something like a celebrity appearance on Kevin Taylor's podcast. Not celebrity, you might be celebrity on this podcast, mate. <laughs> Fire away, bro. Um, as we spoke about in the last podcast, it was a lot. We spoke a lot about our about our university experience and a lot about our sport. So we spoke a lot about uh, rugby in particular. Um, as Louis mentioned towards the end of the podcast, I, he gave me quite a lot of compliments and I feel like I have to return the favour now. So I figured I'd start the podcast off by complimenting you. Oh, <laughs> thank you very much. I'm looking forward to so, A couple of things I wanted to compliment you on and a lot of things I'm quite happy I shared this experience with you was, um, one was year one, I wanted to play rugby just like you for a start. Mm. You coming into it and you have an experience in the game, I kind of copied the stuff you was doing, even though we played in very different positions. Copied uh, what was- so, like, because you had your experience already playing rugby, I tried to copy what you would do. So how you tackle, I would try and copy how you would play games. I quite admired, uh, admired the way that you already had a handle on the game on day one. Um, as in, when I came in, I didn't even know how to tackle something. Pro- right. That was one thing I quite admire from you. Like you got your head stuck in pretty much straight away. Mm. There were no hesitation. You you pretty much walked straight into the team, introduced yourself, and you was it. Yeah. And I quite admired that because you had that self belief already from the background of rugby. A second thing I wanted to compliment yourself on and say something that I wish I did a lot more, but at the same time I quite admired what you did for this was your socialising in third year. You was by far a lot better than me at socialising. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't think you was because um, you had a way of talking with a lot of people about a lot of different things and you've managed to maintain a lot of relationships and stuff like that. However, I don't think I've managed to do the same thing. And I quite admire the fact is that you um, you always make the effort. So you quite you always take the time to make the effort for others. Yeah, that's probably something I don't do a lot of. And like I say, I do these in particular for like self, um, not oh, I forgot what the word is now. <laughs> um, self improvement. So, one thing I never did, but it's something I am trying to self improve on at the moment, is being with friends and family and stuff like that. And I tend to have a habit of distancing myself quite a lot. Yeah, so, I, I, I could probably say the same about myself now, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I'd say that you've probably got quite a good way of keep maintaining friends. Probably a lot. Yeah, of yeah I'd agree with that. Definitely. Yes. I and think I think that's been brought on with the fact that I'm 
down here on my own, pretty much. Obviously, I've got my girlfriend, who's, uh, whose birthday it is, by the way, today. And, oh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not able to see her because of all this COVID stuff, so it's quite, it's quite disappointing, <laughs> quite disheartening. I, but, um, I do feel like I'm on my own down here, and like I feel like I, I should make the effort with maintaining friendships and... Like the the other day when I was driving home, I remember like I just wanted to give you a ring and just see how you were and stuff. And I think you were very surprised with the fact that I called you, weren't you? I'm very surprised. And saying that though, the one thing I kind of like about our friendship as well is that we we've sometimes after university gone months without speaking, but as soon as one of us pick up the phone and carry on, it's as if we've not even been apart for a day or two. And that's what a good friendship is. Yeah, definitely. And that's what I respect about you and our friendship. I think I've probably come down hard on people in the past by saying, oh, you're not putting the effort in. Like, it's a two-way thing to put effort into a friendship. And yeah. I've, got, I've, I've started to understand a lot more, not recently, but over the past couple of years, that people have a lot of stuff going on in, on in their life. And it's sometimes hard to make time. I do understand that. So, yeah, I, I kind of respected that part of it a bit more. Well, we've started off with the compliments because I do feel like I owed you a few. I'll try and give you a few more before the end of the podcast. Right. <laughs> I do want to go back and speak a last bit on sports and societies. So we both obviously played rugby. We both got involved with the club and we were in the club for a little amount of time. Um, whilst at university, did you join any other teams? Did you join any other societies? Did you get involved with any other societies or anything that kind of like piqued your interest, which you didn't kind of do, but wish you did? Oh, I'll be honest with you. The only sport I did was rugby, just purely because I'd played rugby league since I was young. Um, I was encouraged and introduced uh, by a very young age. So, like, when I joined university, like that's that's the first thing I checked whether it had a rugby league side. Yeah. Um, but then again, I'd probably regret only doing rugby because obviously there's so many sports at university you can choose from. And there's so many different types of societies you can choose from. And I never really got involved in anything but rugby. And I'd say I kind of regret that in a way, actually, because there is a lot there is a lot of sports you can choose and experience mm. for the first time. And, yeah, but I, ne- I never did that. No, I kind of agree with that. Um, if you could go back then, and like I say, you don't have to drop rugby, but if you could get involved with another club or society... Would you choose any in particular or would just be kind of on the day you'd pick? Well, as Derby didn't have a swimming pool or any swimming pool facilities, but if it did, I probably would have done swimming. All right. I mean, the five universities I chose, like my insurance choice was Chester in Cheshire. Okay. And um, that had a swimming pool on campus. Mm. And that, that, that kind of enticed me to go to Chester for quite a while. Um, but obviously, I ended up opting to go to Derby in the end. Yeah. But obviously, when, when we started our first year, that, that sports facility, that sports centre, it wasn't built, was it? No. It was built in second year, wasn't it? Yeah. So I remember that because a, a lot of sports had to go and move other places. So, especially 
rugby, which is played on the campus, we this is why we had to do the big trek in the first year. And we had to walk a mile and a half every training session um, there and back because the training grounds had to be moved for the duration of this sports complex being built. Yeah. I, ca- I, I, which... I kind of liked that, though, to be fair. I kind of liked where we were in first year. At no, definitely. Purely because we played on grass. Yeah. We didn't play on that 4G... Uh, material <laughs> which knackers your um, your knees up and stuff like I came away with every match with like knackered knees and like I can still see the scars from the scamps I had on my knees to this day <laughs> they'll, never, they'll, they'll never be the same again no I still remember some of the conditions I used to leave open games in to be honest <laughs> but, then, but then I also remember a couple of games getting called off in first year because like the pitch was waterlogged, and yeah, with the 4G pitch, you like you knew the game would be going ahead all the time. So, yeah, there's that part of it as well, which is good. Oh, definitely. It, was, it, it was the away days which I most enjoyed, you know. Same here, I think the one game there's a couple of games in particular I enjoyed the most, and for me in particular, it was Lincoln. Yeah, it took a, it took a while to get out there, didn't it? Yeah, but I think for me, I had my own little rivalry with Lincoln. Though. So, I, I when I was choosing universities, I chose literally two days before I went to university if I was going to choose Lincoln or I was going to choose Derby. Yeah, and I chose Derby last minute. Oh really? And I, mean, I didn't know you chose yeah. last minute. I thought it was like uh, I thought you thought about it. <laughs> no, well, this is what. I always had the plan to go to Derby University. However, last minute, I, well, whilst looking at other universities, because I always I thought it was a good idea to check out everything first to make sure I'm getting myself into the right thing. And when I spoke about this in one of the last podcasts, and what I did, I went around to Lincoln University as well and checked out a couple of universities. Obviously, I come from Nottingham, so I, I already knew what the Nottingham universities were like. Um, but when I saw the, oh, I went to visit Lincoln and Derby quite close together, and I judged both of them on how the city was out of ten. I judged them by the courses were out of ten, and how the accommodation were out of ten. And I remember walking away from Derby thinking the city's okay, the accommodation's okay, but the course is spot on. I remember walking away from Lincoln thinking the city is incredible, yeah. the accommodation is incredible, but the course is okay. And even though in my eyes, like Lincoln for me kind of like summed up as it could have been the better university, but as for course-wise, Derby for me was what made it just just by the course. That's good. Yeah, so I, I made the decision quite late on because I, I just couldn't choose between them. And when I finally sat down and thought about it a bit more in depth, I made that decision to reject the invitation for going to join Lincoln and then I just went straight off with Derby. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, was that, no, I think that's probably the best thing you ever did. No, I, to be honest, so did I. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how you was with this. So did you apply from how many universities did you apply for? I applied for the full you're allowed to apply for. I did the same. Which universities did you apply for? Um, so I'll go through them in order. Um, so obviously Derby was my top choice. 
Yep. Uh, which I ended up going to. Uh, my insurance choice, my second choice was Chester, which I've already mentioned. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't specifically remember the third, fourth, and fifth choices in what order they were, but it was Huddersfield. Um, it was Northampton. <laughs> oh right, yeah, <laughs> I didn't Northampton, know that. and also Wolverhampton. All right, yeah. So you, Wolverhampton, uh, Wolverhampton was the first university I went to to experience an open day, actually. Really, and the course enticed me a lot. It really did. But Wolverhampton's not very really known. It's, it's not known for having really good universities, to be fair. And no. the UCAS points you needed to get into the course were quite low. <laughs> but I, I thought by that, I thought the people I'd be doing my studies with, my course with, they won't, they won't, they won't be very clever. <laughs> no, fair enough. And Wolverhampton was quite, it was quite, it, it wasn't the best place. And they no, which everyone has their own views on which universities are best for them. Um, did you get accepted to all the universities? I got accepted to all five, yeah. No, that's brilliant. I got accepted to four out of five of mine. Oh, really? So, what was the one you didn't get so accepted? Derby was my main choice, which I got and obviously went to. Lincoln was my second choice, which I also got accepted to. Then I also applied for Leeds, um, Huddersfield and Teesside. I reckon you'd have liked at Leeds. Uh, Leeds is actually the only one that rejected me. Which which Leeds was it? Uni of Leeds or Met Trinity? I actually can't remember. I think it's Uni of Leeds, but I could honestly say I can't one hundred percent remember which one it was. The, and the student life you'd have experienced in Leeds would have been really good, though. I imagine it would have been really good, to be honest. Um, the I remember I remember thinking about going to Teesside at one point. But when I looked back at the course, it was all about um, one of the, I can't remember the exact name of one of the um, courses that they do on it, but um, it was something about like digital audio enhancement or something like that. And basically what you had to do is become a DJ. Okay. And that that was basically one of the, uh, one of the courses that you had to do on it. And for what I wanted to get out of the course, that was kind of like your final project. So it was like, do you know, it's like you got a dissertation. Mm. We had a final piece. And if I went to Teesside, my final piece would have basically been doing a like 20 minute DJ set, which to me, I didn't feel like that was, but to be honest, I didn't feel like that was right for me because I didn't think I was getting what I wanted out of it. I wanted to work in studios. I wanted to record music. I wanted to record sound uh, sound effects and stuff like that. And I wanted to learn how to like build amplifiers and everything like along them lines. And I remember, look, I rejected Teesside quite early on because of it, um, because it just didn't cover it, a lot of this stuff that I wanted to go through. But I didn't know this till I actually spoke to somebody about the course that what some of these courses entire like included. Um, I don't know. Like, obviously, did you have any situations like that? Um... Not particularly, if I'm being honest, if you like, I'm trying to remember what each course at each university like entailed. Um, there were quite very similar courses, like criminology is like, it's a theory-based degree. So a lot of the universities are going to offer the same things, whereas your degree is more, it was like music production you did sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, music technology. Yeah, it was, obviously, each, each university offers that degree. 
they'll have a different way of delivering it. Yeah. So I didn't. I, I can't really relate too much on that. To be fair, like it was more. It was more the aspect of checking what the university was like and the accommodation and like the city and like the type yeah. of student life you get to experience whilst you were there. That's what. No, that's, that's what. The, that's what were the key elements for myself to look for. No, that's great. That's kind of like leading us into the next topic we need to go into, but. Um, just before we do, um, as soon as you got your acceptance for Derby then and decided that you was going for it, did you just cross out any other option and just went straight for Derby? Yes, I put that down as my firm choice. Brilliant. Which, uh, uh, kind of, which kind of, which oh, obviously, I think it can kind of scare you a little bit because then you need to screw your head on properly and make sure you get the things they're asking for because obviously it was a... Condition, conditional offers way they offer you position regardless, isn't it? Yeah. No, uh, conditional is where... Did you say on or conditional? I'm trying to remember which one it said, but it, it, so, it was the one where you needed to get these grades to get in. Conditional. So it was a conditional offer I received. And yeah. I needed to get a certain amount of UCAS points to get into the university. Yeah. And I think that's where the pressure mounted on me a little bit to get succeed in the air levels I was doing. No, I completely relate to it. UCAS points with bane of my life back at college, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, Just trying to make sure I had enough. I actually, on the day of results day, I checked my uh, UCAS account, my UCAS track, and I already knew I'd, I'd got into university before collecting my results, which was good. Oh, brilliant. Because I, I just wanted to... I, I remember getting the results I needed. I was, I was in my bedroom. I'd just woken up. And I remember the night before they said that the results would be uh, released at like six in the morning or something daft like that. Oh, right. I woke up at like half six, seven o'clock, logged on to my UCAS track account and it said, congratulations, you, you are going to Derby University, something along those lines. How was your reaction to that? How was you when you found out? I remember running downstairs and my mum was in the kitchen making a cuppa. And like, I just ran over to her and just hugged her. And then, <laughs> and then she, didn't, she didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I, I had to tell her, I've got into university, I've got into university. And, she, and like, oh, that's where she clocked on a little bit. And yeah, uh, it, was, it was a good experience. Your mum's your lovely anyway. She's very lovely. Mine was a little bit different. So I'll, my, my friend doesn't mind me mentioning his name for this, but uh, I was around my friends out. Um, We'd go, I used to go around a couple of nights a week and would go play on like FIFA and stuff like that and play on other games while I were there. Mm. And I remember whilst I were there one night, and I just turned around to him randomly and was like, Can I just use your computer to log on to my UCAS to check, uh, see if anything's changed? And I remember looking onto it. And as soon as it loaded, it came straight up saying, uh, No reply, no reply, no reply, no reply, conditional offer. And the conditional offer was from Derby first. Okay. And I remember it turning around, it was like, I've, I've been accepted. I've been accepted. I just absolutely went mental. This bear in mind, this was about nine, ten o'clock at night around his house, and I was buzzing. Mm-hmm. And I was just jumping around the house going, I've got an offer, I've got an offer. You checked in the and, evening, did you? Sorry? You checked in the evening? Yeah, I checked in the evening. I remember because I didn't check all day at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I remember, though, because I, I was apt. I remember them. Um, I remember waking his mum up and his mum were furious at first and then he explained what happened and then she joined in the celebrations too, which I felt quite 
bad about it. But at the same time, I was so I still remember that excitement that I had about it. And such a great feeling when you get a, when you get an offer. Yeah, I can. Um... So one of the other things I want to speak about is the the city of Derby. So how did you find the city of Derby itself? What experience did you find? Did you find anything in particular right or wrong with it? What was your general impression? My impression of Derby was it's a very small city. It doesn't feel like a city. It feels like um, a big town sort of thing. It was the best place to go for university, like in the aspect where the student, the student life was good. Um, I've mentioned in the last podcast, part one, sorry, about where our student accommodation was situated. It was very close to the city centre. Um, yeah. You, you was able to just go into the city centre on a night out and you'd be there, you'd be, you'd be there in 10 minutes walking, so it'd be perfect. You were so, no, I, you were so close to I definitely, all the amenities and all the shops and stuff. Yeah. I definitely remember it quite well because um, I remember at nights out we used to go on to, we used to get quite drunk and then walk back and it used to only take us like 15 minutes when we were drunk. It was good. <laughs> yeah. It saved a lot of money in taxi bills. No, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, The location I found was brilliant, but I find the city itself very boring. It is quite boring. Like, There's nothing much to do apart from drinking. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's got its own character. I believe it's got its own yeah. character, but there's something missing. Compared, I think the fact that it's it, obviously it's a city, isn't it? But like, it doesn't feel like you're in a city. Yeah, I think that's what's the biggest drawback for me. Yeah, I think it's because there's nothing centralised. So I and after we graduated from uni, I stayed around Derby for a few years afterwards. Um, and my experience I had after graduation is that the city is just boring. Because as soon as you take the university elements out of it, because after you graduate from uni and all your friends obviously leave, you don't tend to have many people left around Derby after that. Um, And because I couldn't obviously get involved with the university anymore, I couldn't get involved with the sports anymore. All I really had was the city. And even if you wanted to go and like watch the the professional rugby team, or if you want to go and watch uh, like go and watch Derby City, or if you want to go and see the Rams play, and um, or something like that, it's that li- it's all moved out of town a little bit. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, obviously Pride Park. It's not. It's not in the city yeah. centre. Like I never, I never went to a Derby County match whilst I was there. Actually, me neither. To be honest, I kind of wish I had actually just purely for the atmosphere element, like. Derby County renowned to be well followed. They've got a good fan base, haven't they? I yeah. Think going, going to a match purely for the atmosphere element would have been quite an experience, quite fun. No, definitely. I I think though what Derby's lacking compared to a lot of other cities I found is like in Nottingham, for instance, you have a lot of its centre like in the centre. So you have the theatres in the centre, you have the sports near enough centred. You have everything in the middle, yeah, and then everything else kind of is all the other things kind of revolve around it. As in with Derby, the only thing you really tend to have a bit central is the the into centre, um, the shopping centre, or like bingo bookshops and like bars and stuff like that. And there's no 
until like they started bringing in a few other things, like they brought in a crazy golf course towards my end, the end of me living there as well. Yeah. But the there was just nothing ever wanting you to come into town. And I noticed throughout my years of living there after uni, everything started moving away moving away from the outside of town and started moving towards the um, shopping centre. So there were so many places shutting down. And it just kept making it more and more boring for me. Even yeah. when it came to like Christmas and stuff like that, like a few years ago, they brought a big ice rink on. And I found that quite fun because I, I can ice skate. I think I think part of it, what you're saying right now, part of it's down to the way society has changed, like how everyone's shopping online. So that would probably like encourage shops to be centralised in that into centre. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it was very different to what you might expect to sit at like a normal city to feel like Nottingham. And I I kind of had it in my upbringing where I'm from a city. Um, but it's got a bigger city next to it, and it it, it kind of yeah. suffers from that. And I th- I think Derby can kind of relate in that respect. Like it's kind of it's kind of like the little brother compared to Nottingham is. No, definitely. And I think I can find the other way though, because I came from quite a small town to a city yeah. to a quite small city. And but in the small town that I lived in, we had an ice rink, we had swimming baths, we had a couple of gyms we had martial art clubs we had local sports teams we had a mass we had the massive fields next to us where we can go and play football and there was um fishing and cycling tracks and stuff like that. there was yeah. always something to do but with derby there was nothing ever like that there was a few places that you could go for a little bit of a wonder but even comparing it to like a small town or city i found it more boring being in the Derby than I did yeah, in my hometown. I, can, I, I can relate to that, but Derby will I'll always have a soft spot for Derby. Yeah. Like it was where I, I went to university, it was where I made most of my friends in life. And yeah, yeah, I can I, I can vouch for it and I'll, I'll, I'll always defend it whenever somebody says there's nothing there or something. <laughs> I think it. it, it some very good pubs and bars and stuff and anybody who goes to that I would pay only no. to David just to go to Mosh because it, it's, it, it's the best <laughs> nightclub I've been in and you feel so, I always felt safe in Mosh I always felt no that, okay I think um, if it were me then if you were if somebody listened to this now then you'd recommend Mosh then, would you um, a reason to visit that. Uh, no, not as a reason, but if they're in that, that area, or they, if they actually from Derby, or they end up going to Derby for university. What? <laughs> Just because it's got a nightclub called Mosh. <laughs> That's no, no, but what would you recommend to people? So if you had to recommend something to do, something to experience, or some place to try out, or pub or oh, pub sorry. to go to, okay. where would you recommend? Um, I'd say Derby's got some very good walking areas around it. When I took my part... Okay, I'll think of Last year, I think it was during the spring or summertime, I took on a massive walk after a night out once, the the day after a night out in the morning. And I did, funnily enough, I did take her to Derby Rugby Club. I walked to to Derby Rugby Club. I walked to Darley Park. And then we like, we looped around um, and walked where that river is. Where the bridge is. And... uh, not 
It was, not 100% it, sure. It, it was a bridge and then what it's called, stream coming through it. And it, it, it was picturesque. It was really nice. Uh, I can't yeah. remember what it's called. Yeah. Also, Dar- Derby did have some very good like walking areas around it, like the countryside and stuff. And, um, in, yeah. in terms of clubs and bars and stuff, um, if you want to go to the biggest weather spoons in the country, go to Derby. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very big weather spoon. If you if you like cheap drinks, cheap food, go to weather spoon. Um, but that yeah, it's massive. I can vouch for that. To visit a place for the for the weather spoon. <laughs> No, definitely not. I think for me, if I had to recommend a place, especially a place if you're going to go to eat or go and have like a drink or something like that, I'd recommend probably yes. the Johnny Farmer. I love, I love the Johnny Farmer. We've had some good, uh, yeah. we've, 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 we've had some good uh, times in Johnny Farmer. Some great times there. Uh, I still remember it. When we, watched the, <laughs> uh, we watched the grand final, didn't oh. we? We did. First yeah. year and third year. No, it was good. Reasonable, reasonable price food and drink and stuff and yeah. Yeah, I still remember um, Ben Flower knocking somebody out within a few oh, minutes of the game and getting red card. That was disgusting. The I was watching that video the other day, actually. <laughs> yeah. Still remember that. But, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll quickly move on to one of the other topics then. Um, so, this is quite a little one that I wanted to go over, so I can't really think of much, really too in-depth about with it, but finance. So, I... Did while she was at university, how did you finance yourself? Did you get your student loans? Did you work, or how did you find yourself doing it? And did you catch anybody who or witness anybody kind of like wasting their time at university with them? Okay, no names mentioned. <laughs> um, I'd say, or I'd encourage anybody wanting to go to uni- university to get a job. I think if you don't get a job whilst at university, it doesn't. It doesn't help things from a start off, right? and you you won't have the money to spend when all your student loans run out. <laughs> I kind of no, I, I, agree. Think, I think other students can probably relate where you'll get student finance paid into your account, and you'll all, it'll, it'll go it'll go within a day because it'll be spent on your accommodation, and then I think now they've yeah. got rid of grants, aren't they? They've got rid of maintenance grants. They've incorporated oh, actual student loan so obviously grants were given to you and you weren't expected to pay them back but I think yeah I'm not sure whether they got rid of them whilst we was at university or after we was, we was at university but mm, we, it's we, first we got loan in your maintenance grant it wouldn't always cover like your funds and your fees and all your all your, all your bills you had to pay and stuff and yeah, I'd suggest. Yeah, I'd suggest getting a part-time job. Like from my experience, in my first year, I tried so hard to find a job, but unfortunately, I couldn't find one. I did. I, I did find one towards the yeah. end, but that was when I was going home for the summer. Um, so I was unable to like. I did say to him, like, "I can stay," but like, they could only offer me like two shifts a week, and like, it it wasn't worth me staying in Derby for that time just for two shifts a week. Um, mm. So I went home for the summer and I applied I applied for my local Weatherspoon pub and um, yeah, that okay. was in Shipley, which is uh, just outside Bradford. Um, but that was my local Weatherspoon pub, which I applied for and then got the job. I worked there for the whole summer and then I asked them if I could transfer down to the Weatherspoons in Derby. Um 
that, that that's one good. That's, it's one really really good thing about Weatherspoons, like, and probably other other pubs and stuff, and other franchise restaurants like McDonald's and places like that. They look after the staff in regards to whether you're a student. So if you're a student, you you are you are you are able to transfer to other pubs during term time, and then come home back to your nice. your home pub during the summer. So yeah, that's quite good. That is to the Darby River Spoons, and yeah, that 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 was one of the best things I did at university. Besides, obviously meeting you guys and playing rugby and coming out with my degree and stuff, it gave me uh, that that gave me confidence <laughs> as well, and it gave me it gave me friends who I still speak to to this day, and it, and more importantly, it gave it gave me a bit of money extra extra week. So. <laughs> yeah, that, bit yeah, more drinking good. money. I, so yeah, I, I suggest anybody to do the same. Like, it's a very social place to work, is Weatherspoon. Right. So going on to the last topic we've actually got on here. So graduation. How did you find graduation? Where did you graduate? How? What did you like about it? What did everything go right? Did anything go wrong? Was it everything you expected um, it to be? It's everything I expected it to be. In regards to, I'd say it's very Americanized. The way the way the way the structure <laughs> of graduation is, like I'd say, it's a, I don't really like walking on stage and like everyone looking at me. <laughs> That's kind. Of, I, I didn't really like that aspect of it. Like I was, I wasn't. I don't like being the centre of attention. I like being the centre of attention when I'm with my friends and stuff. Like on my birthday, you know, I like being the centre of attention. That's why I invite so many people. <laughs> but when yeah. people who don't know me and stuff like I was debating whether to go to graduation actually yeah I can I, I can kind of relate to that and I'm glad, I'm glad I went actually it was good I got I got the pit like I went I went for the pictures and stuff and like I went because my mum and dad wanted me to go as well yeah I went for the handshake what, the handshake of the person you don't even know <laughs> yeah um, I'm trying to think who mine was. He was the old, um, oh, what is he? The mayor of Worcestershire, mayor of Worcestershire something like that. Derby. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, councillor. I can't even remember who it was I graduated with. I've got a picture of him on my, um, I've got a picture of him on my fireplace. I don't even know who oh, he is. Oh, you, you've got a picture <laughs> of you receiving your degree, have you? Yeah, uh, picture of me shaking hands and receiving We paid for the. Do you know when you walk over to the uh, Pride Park afterwards and get the pictures taken? Oh right, so you got the I got, uh, professional I got ones the after. individual one of just me holding the degree, and then I got one with my parents behind me. Yeah. Right. Okay. I got both back home, I think. But I think my mum and dad have got me on the mantelpiece. So. <laughs> Pride of place. Do you know what they? <laughs> Yeah, I remember my graduation because it's um it was the first time my parents actually came and visited me while I was like properly whilst at like kind of university. They visited us a couple of times in last year whilst uh, not last year, year before last, and once in last year, and it was just kind of like quick visits to check up on how I was doing and stuff like that. But that was the first time they actually came anything relating to me living there, if you know what I mean. So. At having both my parents, my brother and my sister, and my fiance, um, there all at the same time, was kind of yeah. like the highlight to me. 
I'm surprised. I'm, I'm, you, you, you did very well to not get them to come, like help you move in and stuff. Like you, you uh, got in touch with your friend a couple of times, didn't you? And he helped you move into places. Yeah. So when I when I moved, I remember because I took my old Mac computer, which I don't know why I ever took it because I never actually got it up and running. I took a one bag full of clothes, a guitar, and my laptop and a few books. Okay. And that was it. But I had a friend of mine who could drive at the time, uh, well, can still drive, but he drove me down and drove me from where I was to Derby University main campus, where I received my uh, information for moving into halls. Then we drove down to the halls of accommodation to go and move us, take my stuff there and move it all in. And then afterwards, I, for like a little bit of a thank you, we ended up going to local spoons and I brought him food and we chilled out for a little bit. And then I started like introducing myself to the flatmates and stuff like that. I relied, yeah. on, I relied on my parents. Uh, they, they helped me move in. And All right. I think when they dropped me off at my um, Prince Doris Court, they stayed in a hotel that night. I don't know why, actually. I don't, I don't know why. And they oh. came back the next day. I, I think it was probably to see whether I'd settled in or not because they came back and like because that, that, that would I remember I remember rightly actually that was the first time I'd moved away from home and my my mum was sobbing her eyes yeah. out like she just couldn't she couldn't control herself and yeah I had the same issue because I where my flat was I don't know if you remember but I was on the second floor and I could see the whole of the um, the courtyard and oh yeah, I was watching them walk out through that gate out the courtyard from my window, and like it was not a nice feeling when you see your parents walking away because like it was like they was just like leaving me just to get on, get on with it, which they were obviously <laughs> like I need I need I needed that and I, I needed to experience living away from home for the first time. No, but I, I was scared. I no, was I get really that. I get that. And <laughs> I think mine came a lot more from excitement because the summer before I left for university, I worked two jobs. So I worked in a cafe and I worked in uh, Clark's, which is the shoe shop. And I ended up getting, I ended up saving as much money as I possibly could before. I'm, but I worked all the way up to like two day, two or three days before I left for uni. And the day I broke up from work, I remember going on a night out of all the work people from the cafe that I worked with, worked at as like a bit of a goodbye and everything. And I literally went from finishing my last day to going on a night out to having my like hangover day. to <laughs> um, spend that night packing. And then the day after I, I got all my stuff ready, chucked it in my mate's car, said goodbye to my parents. My mum had a few tears. Um, and that was it. We left. Mm. But it was my my summer before that kind of went very quickly. So I spent every hour I possibly could working just to get as much money as I could behind me before I left. And I remember going to uni. I had quite a lot of yeah. money in the bank at the time. I to be honest, I didn't even touch my student uh, student loan until nearly That's Christmas. Yeah, but that's a, I managed to save that much over the summer before, which, by the way, if you're listening, I definitely recommend saving a bit beforehand. And 
I'd say if you're going to university, invest in a laptop. The amount of people that was on my course that didn't even own a laptop. How could you? How could you go to university without a laptop? How how are you expected to do your work? I don't know. Um, fair enough. I understand with some like they, some people may not be fortunate enough to afford laptops and stuff like that. But if you can get a laptop, it doesn't have to be the best high end spec one. But there was a few people on our course that just didn't have a laptop at all. And they really struggled um, keeping up with the workload of stuff because they could only work whilst they're in university. And because they worked, they worked around university as well. So it meant that they had limited hours to use computers. Um, I ended up paying, I ended up paying a quite small amount for a rubbish laptop, but it was so I could do work whilst I was in my flat. And that laptop did me fine for most of uni. To be honest, for the first two years of uni, it was spot on, and then the final year, it oh, really? up okay. on me. I, I, I got, um, I got yeah. my computer just before I um, commenced my studies at Derby, and it was a, um, yeah. it still is, a MacBook, a MacBook Pro. I was able to get it because like, yeah. obviously I'd turned 18, and like my mum and dad had put a little bit of money away for me, so I spent the money what they put away for me on the new laptop. And it's still it's still alive and kicking to this oh, day. Yeah. So it's six years old and it's still it's still alive, it's still working. It's it's slowed oh, down, really? but like it's it's still it's still working. If you <laughs> want to, like just go on the web and stuff, it's it's fine. But yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. See, I'm quite. I'd like now a bit older and stuff like we we've got quite a lot of techie stuff around the house, so we're fine now. But like I say, going back to uni though, a lot. I think if you're gonna go to university. If you can't afford a laptop, fair enough. But if you can, I'd invest in one. Figure out what you need for your course. If you're on a course like something with where you have to use a computer for like production purposes, so if you're on like a music course or a media course and you needed like a top-end spec computer, look into it. But also look at the universities because they sometimes do offers and can give cheaper laptops away. Um, Am I right in thinking that you got a but, free MacBook in your third year? I'm sorry. No, I got a. I, I won an iPad. Yeah, I won an iPad. There was um. So when you do freshers and stuff like that, the the Intu Center around that did, did something every single year where you can go in and you get discounts and everything. Um, but it was just for students as well, and they had a competition where you, you could sign your name down, and they'll give you a free drink. So I thought, you know what, I'll have a drink. Why not? Sign my email just down. Had a quick drink, and on the way out, they turned around. I was like, "Oh, don't you want to go in the competition?" I, I basically explained it to me. They had something like three hundred keys in this bag, and one padlock. And in the padlock, there was an iPad. It was like basically what you do: put your hand in, rummage around, pick a key, pull it out, put it in the lock. If it fits, you win what's inside. I put my hand in, fiddled around, picked a key, pulled it out, fitted, unlocked it on the iPad. Good. Very lucky. Yeah, the the luckiest day of my life, probably. Uh, <laughs> Turn around, that started off like, oh, yeah, I'll have a drink, why not? And then I ended up winning an iPad. I'm well, not complaining. The day of, it, of your life, <laughs> apart from me meeting your missus, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. you, got to give you them compliments. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah go, going back to finance then, yeah. Um, I'd, I didn't struggle, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I can understand some students who did struggle. Um 
yeah, yeah. I, I can't really relate too much to struggling because I was able to get a part-time job, which I'm, I was thankful of. And a little bit of extra money was coming in as well as my uh, student finance each quarter. So, yeah. yeah, okay. To be honest, we have covered all the points that we want to go through. I do want to quickly ask you, though, if uh, obviously people... Like obviously in the situation that you may have been in at university, do you have any top, top tips, tips that you'd give them? Um, get a part-time job. <laughs> um, part-time job. is <laughs> what you make of it. Um, from personal experience, I don't feel like I fully invested my time into the reading lists the university uh, gave us. Like I'd, I'd I'd usually read the no. central reading list, but I wouldn't read the extra reading list they sent. Um, so when people ask me what 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 did I get from my degree and stuff, I can I can tell I can tell I can tell them I, I I put the effort in to come out with a decent degree, but I don't feel like I gained as much knowledge as I probably should have done. Um, so yeah, no, fair university enough. is what you make of it. Not just for that reason, but also make sure you join a society or a sport. Um, make sure you just get involved in absolutely everything you can do. It, 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 even if like yeah. you're joining like the American football side, just go, go <laughs> for like a taster session. If you don't like it, fair enough. If you like, if you like it, even better. But at least you're getting involved. At least you're experiencing new things. Yeah. No, I kind of agree um, with that. I, I like them tips. tips. They're good. Apart from the ones I've just mentioned. So. Yeah. The only one thing I kind of, I didn't even think about this until after I'd already gone to university is check the sport teams out. So, uh, what is it? Well, I forgot what the league's called now. Um, books, yeah, books. Books. Yeah. Um, so, a books league. So if you're wanting to join a league or team or society or something like that, just check it out on social media. But if you want to know how they've been doing the past few years, there's a books leagues on the internet and you can look at your sports team. So if you want to get into football, rugby, tennis, athletics, whatever it is, have a look at what you, how your club's been doing the previous year. So it gives you an idea of how they are as a club. Um, that's something I wish I did before, and I know I didn't. I didn't even know I could do it until after I'd already joined I'd the club and got well, involved. I, I didn't realize uh, university teams playing like leagues. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't yeah, me neither. Until I actually joined, and like we were in like the Midlands League, weren't we? So we were like Nottingham, we had Northampton, yeah. Coventry, all those sort of places, didn't we? Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I try. I try. I tried desperately to uh, organise that friendly with Bradford University, didn't I? But I just couldn't <laughs> do it in the end, unfortunately. Nah, just couldn't get the numbers. Though. That we was the issue that we had all the time. Proper day either. Like I think. I think their schedule was a bit different to us. Yeah. They were in like a Northern League, and we were in like a Midlands League, weren't we? Yeah. So I think that. So yeah, I think a couple the of weeks different. Kind of clashed most times. So. <laughs> One one thing I probably mentioned before we probably wrap things up. Um, when you are considering going to university, and a lot a lot of people who I studied with in sixth form, they went for like the universities which are well like well most known, 
at Leeds and Manchester and Liverpool and Newcastle, all those sort of places. Um, I wouldn't go for those universities personally. I'd experience. I think the people who go for those universities, they're going for the the drinking aspect to it rather than what they want to get from university. I don't know if I don't know if you agree with that. I do and don't agree. So I do agree if you're going for the sake of drinking, pick it. All right, then you don't need to go to university. But I'd say check out the courses a bit more in depth. Yeah, it's more about the course and the, 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 whether like, it's got pubs and bars. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go for the university. That's going to allow you to get the, get go and enjoy the most nights out because you can just go there on a weekend that's and I mean, yeah. enjoy it anyway. If you're going for the course, then fair enough. And try, I'd and say. Try, Every person's different. That's why it's difficult to give like really good tips and advice. But um, yeah. certainly in my position, like I didn't want to go too far, but I didn't want to go too near to Bradford. So that's that, that's another reason why, why I picked mm. Derby because Derby was with, it was within yeah. an hour and a half away from Bradford, which isn't too far in my opinion. No, it wasn't bad for me. It was That's a forty-minute drive for me. It's not too far, and it's not it's not too close. It's it's just yeah. like uh, exactly. a lot of people that I studied with in sixth form as well. They they just went for the easiest option. Like they went they went to Bradford University, <laughs> they went to Huddersfield University, Leeds. They're all they're all within twenty yeah. minutes of each other. It's I want I wanted to get out. I wanted to get out of Bradford, experience myself, develop myself. Yeah, I, I I know where you're coming from from that. I had a friend of mine who I was quite envious and I went to college with her and she ended up getting invited to and got accepted to St. Andrews University. And obviously St. Andrews is a very well known. It's, uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's northwest of Scotland. Yeah. Um, but it's quite a renowned university it's like it's one of them like it kind of goes like oxford cambridge then yeah. st andrews it's one of them um but i remember a friend of mine went to st andrews um but we lost touch as soon as we went oh, to university but it's just, it's, yeah went too far away i guess though no sometimes but i think it was kind of like just um again i think it's just a lack of communication and making yeah. the effort to be honest you, you've got to think about things logically like i thought things logically through like i thought i'll go to this university and then i'll get a job in london so when so when so so whenever <laughs> i want to go home i can stop off on route stay at my friends and then the day after set, back, set, set off again so <laughs> i did it uh, my plan changed pretty much straight away i um my plan was to go to college and um, put my head into the books, into the computers for two years, get to university, get enjoy my time at university, and then um, settle down afterwards and get the job, get the girl, and have the life that I wanted. And I ended up going to college and meeting my my other half pretty much straight away. <laughs> uh, we got together quite early on in the first year of meeting each other, and then we've been together since. So my, my my plans changed like as soon as I made them. <laughs> no, sorry, I, I won't go into personal detail things. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. You you've yeah. always you've always set out plans it, for yourself and goals for you to uh, accomplish, which has been good. Yeah, I think 
it's quite nice. Like, there's a lot of things I've always wanted to do. So it's like, I've always wanted to run a marathon and I still intend yeah. on running a marathon. I've always wanted to write a book, which I've got all intentions of writing a book. Um, I've always wanted to go self-employed, which again, I've always had, I've always had intentions of doing it. But it hasn't been until I've been starting to do this podcast, which I've actually started putting things into motion. So one of the things on my list was to start a podcast. And I, I always seem to have a list that is like everlasting. But as now I'm 27 years old, I've kind of done something like, I've always had like a five-year plan, but I've done it a bit different this time. So I've done like a plan till I'm 30. So like what I want to do and what I want to achieve and what I want to complete before going to yeah. uh, before I turn thirty. So, and this is everything from um, getting married to um, owning my first car because I still you don't need, own a car. You need to set things in motion with that. <laughs> yeah, but to be honest, there was emotion, and then the yeah, pandemic no, came, and I've had to pack it in. It? Yeah, so I'm waiting for this all to blow over, and then I'm back on it again. Um, but yeah, I've always. You're right, though. I've always had something planned, but after university, I really did lay off a lot. And it hasn't been until about three, four weeks ago since this pandemic's kind of started. I've had that bit more time to myself that I have really done anything. I, so, I, I think this pandemic, but, this COVID-19, I think it's going to bring the best out in people. I Yeah, I I think it will in the I, end. I, I, can't, I can't wait are they fully but, relate to that because I'm still going out and working. I'm lucky enough to be going out to work and stuff. Uh, see, I'm in the opposite situation. Due to like medical reasons, I have to stay back home and stay indoors and yeah. away from everyone well, and everything. So I'm, I'm exposing myself to it a bit more, I guess. So that's, that's kind of a drawback. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right then. No, oh, fair think. enough. Well, we'll wrap things up there then. Um, we'll see. Did you, how do, did you find it? it? You enjoy I it? I about my experiences. Good. I, I, I was oh, a bit nervous before starting. Obviously, um, yeah, it's the first time I've had a guest as well. I was very nervous. Um, as long as you enjoyed we, it, I'm happy we, with that. We should do it again, <laughs> like we should talk about other things, and yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd happily do that. Yeah, let's do it. Like, we can talk about recent situations, we can do the next one on the pandemic that we've got on at the minute. Yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe, 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 yeah. maybe like we can always find topics. Like, career choices from because that's that, that's yeah. that's without going into too much detail because obviously we're wrapping things up now but like when you do criminology personally for myself like people do criminology because they want to be a policeman or they want to go into like the probation service or um, the prison service yeah something which came up for me which never came up during my degree was the career I'm doing right now it, it never came up so so maybe we could do another <laughs> podcast on career choices whilst at university and stuff. I don't know. No, definitely. We can organise that. So we'll we'll have to talk outside of the obviously this podcast and try and plan something that does both of our schedules fine and find a topic that we can do. Obviously, for people that are listening as well, if you've got certain things that you'd like me to me to bring Louis back and chat about, obviously drop a message. Um we can well drop us a message on so any social media or if you go on anchor you can follow this podcast then can tell us on there as well but if there's any topics in particular we we will always discuss this anyway see if there's other things we can bring back um and if it's 
we can continuously find things to speak talk about, which I can imagine we can. We filled we filled a good two <laughs> hours of talking there, so yeah, yeah that's just university. That is, jeez. Uh, we so we could talk about rugby think, again for another hour. We easy. Should we should make it into a. I don't know. Maybe have a few beers because we'll open up more and we can talk for longer. Then. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm game right for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I made things interesting. That's I'm quite good. looking forward That's to that. <laughs> right. Well, like I said, we'll wrap it up there. Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening, and I want to thank Mr. Louis Ray for coming I'm and joining me on the podcast. Celebrity. <laughs> the VIP. Um, it's been uh, great having you. I, I appreciate you uh, um, sorting it all out. I've, I've really enjoyed it. So. No, I have as well. I'll, I'll happily do it again. Um, if you guys want to hear back from Louis again, please let me know. Follow me on Instagram. It's Kevin Response. Uh, you can find the podcast any uh, and on most social media. So it's the Kevin Taylor Podcast. And if you've got, like I can say, anything that you want to speak about in particular, please let me know. Um, take care and. Uh, stay safe yeah. while the pandemic's Perhaps on as well. Bye for now. Bye.